The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayim. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. Daf Yudbet, today's office being Sunday, Nushmat, Morzekini, Yosef, Ben Salaf, and Marat Zekinati, Yafa, Batsara, Abraham ben Esther, Ruh Hashem, Tenihem, Began Eden, Amen. Today's daf is being studied with Fashem, Moshe, Medina, Sarah, Ruhama, Batraha, Salaf, Batraha, Enna, Referendum, Fatanifesh, Rufuat, Rufuat, Amkin, Abad, 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 Amen. We begin today's daf on Yud Aleph Amud Bet, starting from the the Gemara um, on the Amud Bet of Yud Aleph, starting with the word Yativ. We learned in our Mishnah that what? A person <coughs> goes to his shaliyah and says, give a get shihrur to my evan, right? Or give a get to his, his wife. <coughs> so what do we say in the, uh, in the Mishnah? According to Rabbi Meir, this is considered over here, both those cases, a hov. And therefore, the owner is able to retract. The owner is able to say, you know, I changed my mind. Okay? Now, according to Hachamim, they come along and say, you can only retract when it's a chov. They look at get isha as a chov. Because she loses her sustenance. However, they look at the freedom of a slave. The freedom of a slave is not a chov. And therefore, basically, he can once he gives it to the shaliyah, and the shaliyah is zokheh for the evid. Now even though the owner is screaming, I want to back out, I want, too late. Once the shaliyah picks up the star, he cannot retract, the evid is free. So the rabbis want to learn something from that law. Basically, what are you seeing from this, from this Mishnah? That you can do something against the will of the owner. Even though the owner now says, I changed my mind, I don't want to free the guy. Too late. Once already... <clears throat> The Shaliyah picked up the star, even though it's against the will of the owner, it works. Tanat Gibra Sajati Bravuna. Rabbi Tzakbar Yosef, Kamed Ravir Miyah. They were sitting in front of Ravir Miyah, these rabbis. Viyativ Ravir Miyah, Vikamin Namnim. So Ravir Miyah was dozing off. Viyativ Ravuna, Vikam Hashmat Mina. From the rabbis, you learn. Hatofes Lebaal Chov Kana. Tophes the Baal means like this. Reuven owes Levi money. Shimon comes along and grabs the money from Reuven against his will. Right? Reuven grabs the money from Shimon against his will. Levi is Kore because it's a zechut for Levi to have the money. So even though Reuven is screaming against his will, you could be zochef for somebody against their will, just like you see in Mishnah. What do you see in Mishnah? The shaliyah is being zochef for the evid against the will of the mishaliyah. The guy who sent him changed his mind. Hey, I retract. Too late. Once ready, zochef. The kenyan is a kenyan. So he learned from there. I can apply this to monetary. That what when Reuven owes Levi money, Shimon takes the money against Reuven's will. He's screaming, hey, that's my money. Doesn't matter. Once he picks it up for Levi, the Kenyan is a Kenyan. That's the comparison that when Tofes, the Baal Hov. You're grabbing against the will, right? For the for the one that is owed the money. So just like you know, let's read it in Nashida. She was very clear on this. Look at the first Nashi in the Gemara. 
Even though the owner retracted, the you don't want it to be a shaliyah anymore. He's holding the star against the will. Doesn't matter. Okay, she gives the case to the winner. The wins. A guy, Levi, is taking the money from Reuven in order to give it to Shimon. So Tanat Gibra went on and said, He asked him, Amar, Amar, there of Yitzhak Bar Yosef, Ba'afilu, Bimkom, Shahab, La'ayrin. Is this going to apply even in a case where it's detrimental to somebody else? Which means, very nice, Reuven is taking the money, I'm sorry, um, somebody's taking the money from Reuven in order to give it to Shimon. That's a zikut for Shimon. However, let's say Reuven owes Levi money. Right? So now, by you're helping out Shimon, but you're hurting somebody else. So they ask him, even when it's hurting somebody else, Amar Yes, yes indeed, doesn't matter. And you know what? That's our Mishnah. Because didn't our Mishnah say that even though it's hurting the owner, the owner's losing his habit. Doesn't matter. The slave goes free once the shneah is okay. Adach and intermit arbeu rabbi miyah amalu dar dekei told them children. Achi amar b'yohanan had tofes the balchot mukom shahav laachirim lo kana. He says no. When somebody else is getting damaged, it does not work. Ah, vim tovar mishnah tenu. Ah, we're going to do our mishnah. Which is in Amishnah when the Shali, when the Mishaliyah, when the owner gives, tells the Shaliyah, give the get, it's like he's telling him, That means already, it's like, he, it's like, it's like delivered. It's like uh, it's delivered already. Therefore, as she says, Look at the bottom Nashi. It's not like a regular like grabbing money from Reuven. It's stronger. When you give the money over to the Shaliyah, when you give the get over to the Shaliyah to give to the Ayyavid, it's like you're telling him, So I want you to tell him, so you, you, you made him a Shaliyah. Even though the Ayyavid doesn't know about it, Zakin Adam, Shalom B'Fanav. So we, we don't look at it as if it's against his will. Over there, he's telling him, do it. So it's done already. Masha'ikin over here, when he's taking it from Reuven, for Shimon, so I think it's against his will. So that's only going to work when it's a zechut for Shimon, but if it's going to hurt somebody else, so therefore it's not going to be considered viable, because it's considered hav ve'acharini. So comes again, what says... Oh, so on this subject, Amar of Chazda to face the Baal Chum the Kumsh Chavda Hayri. By the way, the Machlokat of the B and the Eitz of the Banan actually it's a Machlokat. When a person is to face, when a person grabs a money from somebody, uh, where it's a zechut for one person and it's a chov for another person, it's actually a Machlokat. What's the Machlokat? Ditnan Mishli Kedet Peah. Okay, guys in the field, you have to leave the corners of the field for the Anim. So let's say a rich man went into the field and he took the Peah that's for the Anim. Ve'Amar Arizel Lefloni Ani. But he said, I'm being zochet for so-and-so ani. Rabbi Eliyazer Omer Zachalo. Rabbi Eliyazer comes along and says, Zacha. Now even though he's hurting another ani, by, by taking the, 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 the peah for this guy, you're hurting another ani. You can't be zochet like that for somebody else if you can hurt him. So then you got to give it to the first ani that you see. So you see why you have a machloket between hachamim and Rabbi Eliyazer, when a person is to face something for one person, if it's going to hurt somebody else, whether it's going to or not. Amar HaMemor, Veti Mara Papa, he says, no. Dilma Lohi. Adkan lo kamar bili aizir atam. Maybe the bili aizir over there only said his law, that said what that he is okay. Ela demigu di iba'im mafkarlu nenekse vavi'ani vehazele. Which means, because the pe'ah would be viable even for the rich man himself. How could the payah be viable for the rich man? If the rich man would make all his property hefkir, he would become an ani. So maybe in that case, we allow him to be zokheh for the ani, because he could have been zokheh for himself. I can say, since he could be konet for himself, he could be konet for the ani, which means maybe in that case it's better, because he himself is... Shayach to the pe'ah in a case where he would make his item hefget. That's why he could do it. But in the regular case of Tafis Malchom, where Stamagai is taking money from Reuven, 
in order to give it to Shimon, uh, he has nothing to do with it. He's not owed that money. He's just doing it uh, to help Shimon. I mean, but if it, if it affects uh, Levi, it's going to be a problem. Now we go the other way. And maybe the rabbis were only Mahmid in that case that say what the rich man has to give the pe'at to the first Ani. So maybe we have a Gizrat Katub that says, Lo telaket le'ani. Lo telaket lo le'ani. So the Pasuk says in the Torah by Neket Shechapeah, it says, Lo telaket le'ani velager. So with Doresh on that, where it says, Lo telaket le'ani velager, ta'azov otam, it says, leave it for the ani. But the Rabbi is a Doresh, Lo telaket le'ani. You're not allowed to pick it up for an ani. So maybe we have a gazette to come that tells me you can't pick it up for a poor person. But in a regular case of a, of a debt, where you can't go, let's say, collect the debt for somebody else, maybe even if it uh, hurts somebody else, it's okay. Maybe we have a gazette to ani. Do not collect for another ani. Good. Over the beer, the eyes are high. What does it mean? you do with that person? Because he held, you could be look for another ani, and uh, it works. No, that's just another law that says that an Ani himself, if he has a field, he also has to leave. Let's say an Ani is really an Ani. He can collect Pe'ah. But he has his own field. Which means, which is even the Ani is not allowed to take, meaning he has to leave his field. You might say, well, the guy's a poor guy, maybe he doesn't have to get on his field. Even the Ani is not allowed to collect from the Pe'ah, meaning he has to leave the Pe'ah of his own field. So let's just review, we came out of it, because we are learning from this sugya that uh, we cannot find that really it's a mahluk between Hakamim and the Eliezer, because you could argue that the cases are different. And basically, the, the point of this pesugia was the deen of a tofes the baal chov b'mkom shechav laharin. Where you tofes for one guy, you're grabbing for one guy, which is zikut for that guy, but it's a chov for somebody else. So, according to at least Rabbi um, Yirmiya, right? He told the students that you cannot do such a thing. I, they tell, what about our Mishnah? Amishnah, the Shaliyah is being zochef for the Eved, even though it's hurting the Adon. So he said, no, there, it's as if he told him, I want you to be zochef. When he gave it to me, I want you to be zochef. That's why, uh, it's like he he made him a Shaliyah in order to accept it for him. That's why the deen is, even though it's affecting him, but if he points him, he points him. He he told him to do it. That's That's the difference. So we said over here in the Mishnah, that according to Hakamim, they hold that freeing a slave is a zikhut for him. Ah, so he asked the question, what do you mean he loses his money, he loses his support? So the Gebara says, well anyway, even when he was working for the master, the master didn't have to support him. So therefore, you're not losing anything, he's just getting uh, freedom, so freedom is a zikhut for him. Uh, the money, the money he didn't have even when he was a slave. Because that can be taken away from the, the master does not have to support him. So comes the Gemara and says, you know what you learn from this Mishnah? The big Hadush Ma'mina, Yachol Arav Lomar Le'Avid, Ase Imi Ve'ni Zancha. Then you learn from our Mishnah that a master can tell his Avid Kanani, works for me, and I'm not paying you. Right? That's the whole logic of the Achamim. That since, even though the money's not considered a loss when he gets free, because... He could have told him that even when he was still uh, still on that. Where's he going to get supported from? Go collect. You know, go at night after your hours are finished. Go collect uh, so that car from the doors. I'm not paying you. So the Gemara says, "No, no, no." be my askinam damale se maase yadecha lemezonotecha. No, I can say over here when the guy can tell him. But he's, he's got to support him. You can't tell your, your slave, just uh, get out of here, I'm not giving you any money. And the case is talking about over here, where you tell the slave, listen, you're working, use the money that you make from your working in order to support yourself. Oh, so over there, the Gemara wants to say what? That even though the master is telling him, could tell him that, so it's still considered a... Zechut uh, for the for So the Gemara says, wait. Similarly, by the lady, the Amar la seima asei yadecha or yadayik mizonotayich, which means 
a lady we said what even according to Hakamim, it's not a zechut. Why is it not a zechut? Because she loses money. What do you mean? But the husband can also tell the lady the work that you do for yourself, keep it for, keep it for your own mizonot. So therefore, technically, she loses mizonot even by when she's married, which means because the husband can say, "Listen, I'm not giving you mizonot. Your work is uh, you work for yourself." So the Gemara's question is, why then? By the Evan you call it a zechut, and by the lady you call it a hov. Bottom line, in both cases, the husband and the master can tell the lady and the, man, and the servant, work for yourself, and you'll you know, keep, keep your profits and get padnasa. So in both cases, the husband doesn't have to pay. So in both cases, the husband has to pay. So therefore, it should be a zechut for both of them. Give us isha amaylo. Right, so why then you telling me that the lady is not considered a zechut? So it was isha bidelo safka. Oh, you know what the case is talking about? Where she doesn't make enough money to support herself, so the husband has to supplement. So she's going to lose that supplement. So therefore, it's a it's a hofa, which is really the husband can tell the wife, listen, do your work, whatever money you make, feed yourself. Okay, so technically, she she's not losing anything. She is losing, because if her money doesn't supply enough for food, the husband has to kick in. So therefore, it's a hov for her to get divorced, because she's going to lose the supplement. So the Gibbons, even the man, but the lots of people. That's the case, the same case of Evan, where he's working, uh, the husband, the master tells him, the master can't tell him, I'm not paying you. He's got to make a deal with him. All the money that you make, use for sustenance. And if the cases are equal, that means the case is talking about where Evan works, but he doesn't make enough to support himself, so the, the master has to supplement. So if you have to supplement, it's a hope then. No, it's a, it's a hope because he's losing the, the supplement. So the Gemara says, Avda, a slave, Dinahum karse lo that the bread of his stomach, he's not even worth, which means he, can't, he doesn't work enough that he can't even support himself to feed himself with bread. Which is, what's the claim that you have against his master and his mistress? Which means, who's going to force the master to supplement such an avid? I mean, the guy come along and say, what kind of deadbeat I is this? He doesn't even work enough where he can feed himself a couple of slices of bread a day? I don't have to supplement such a, uh, such a avid. So therefore, the law is, you could tell your slave, work for yourself, take the money that you make and feed yourself. But if you can't make it, nobody could force the owner to supplement, because the guy come along and say, what kind of guy is this over here? He can't even work enough to feed himself. But a lady, the husband can't say that. Why? Because the husband signed the ketubah. And the Ketubah says, no matter what, he's going to feed her. So therefore, let's review what took place over here. The Gemara tried originally to prove, very important, tried to prove from Al-Mishnah, that the fact that the rabbis come along and say that when you give the Shtar uh, Shehrur to an Ebed, it's a Zichut. So we want to understand, what's the Zichut? I's losing money. All must be that a master can tell his slave, I'm not giving you nothing. Go collect charity. And therefore he didn't lose any money because he could have done that when he was uh, working for him. So now that he goes free, he didn't lose anything. The boss says, no, 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 no. A master cannot go that far. But what he's allowed to tell him is, work for yourself, and the money that you make, uh, you'll support yourself. So you go, hold it. So you're saying that that's the case, and that's why it's considered a zikhut, because that's why I should say that's why it's not considered a hov because he's not losing anything because the master could have told him that when he was working for him work for yourself. Oh, so say the same case by a lady. The husband could tell the lady work for yourself and uh, and uh, you know make, make, make your panasa. So why by the lady you're calling it a hov and by the uh, um, servant you're calling it a zikhut? So the answer is because we're talking about where the lady she doesn't make enough. So therefore, and the husband has to supplement. So she's losing the supplement. Ah, say the same case by the Avid. If the Avid cannot supplement his own income, the master does not have to kick in. So therefore, by getting free, uh, he didn't lose anything. He wasn't getting supplemented when he was a slave. He's not losing anything now that he's free. But a lady, this is a ketubah, that's why it's considered a hov. Comes the Gemara and says, Tashema. 
Coming here with case. Okay, you have a slave. He killed somebody Bishogig. We know the laws when somebody kills somebody Bishogig, he's got to go to the city of refuge. In Lazuno. His master does not have to feed him in the ear Miklat. Not only that, whatever business, whatever work he does in the ear Miklat, that money goes to the to the, uh, to the master. Also, we bring a proof. We bring a proof that we see from here that the master can tell his servant, work for me, and I'm not paying for you. I'm not paying you. You see over here, he doesn't got to give him anything in the Ayin He takes his money, so where's, where's he going to eat from? Ella must be, he's going to have to go collect Sadaqah. So you see from this Braithag, on the whole Sugya, we're going to try to prove if that's possible, that a master can tell his servant, work for me, and I'm not paying. From this case of the Ayin Miklat, it sounds like he can do that. Because he's saying, the Mishnah, the Braithag said, why? He doesn't got to support him in the Ayin Miklat. And what? He's got uh, all the money that the Ayyavid makes goes to the master. So what is he going to eat? And it must be, he can tell your servant, work for me, I'm not paying. says, no. No, the case like we learned above, where he tells him, your work, the money that you make from your work, you'll support yourself. You can't just let the guy starve. But you can tell him, keep your work, keep your money that you make, and support yourself. But it said in the Braita that the, his work goes to the master. Make up your mind. So the Gabbara says, which means anything over and above his sustenance. Right? Let's say it cost him $10 a day to eat, and the guy's making 15 So the extra $5 goes to the, uh, to the master. Peshita. Well, of course, I, I need a bright to tell me that, of course, which means whatever, whatever's beyond his uh, sustenance, of course, goes to the mess. What, what do I need the bright to come and tell me that? Because no mal de tema, kevan dihiletle, lo Because I would think maybe it's a fair trade like this that when he makes less, the owner doesn't have to supplement, ki itle. So I would say when he makes more, nami lo he can't take it. Which remember, I say it works both ways. Just like the Adon doesn't have to supplement if he's making less. Maybe I'll say that Adon doesn't take the extra if he's making more. That says no. That while he doesn't have to supplement if he's not making enough, but he does take the extra, the surplus, if he's making more. The Gibra then says, so wouldn't you give me a dramatic case where the Avid went to Eid Miklat? Just say any case, bottom line. that, 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 that you, you could tell your servant, you work, and keep your work for your food, and if there's any extra, that I don't get. So what do you got to give me a case of Eid Miklat? So it says, Vahai. It says in the Eid Miklat Pasuk, Venas el Vahai. He will run to one of those cities and live. So since it says, and live, Avi I might have thought that since it says live, maybe you got to give him an extra living, meaning he keeps the surplus. That's why it says Kamash Ma'lan, that even though it says Vahai in the Eid Miklat, the surplus goes to the master. You might think, Vahai, maybe you got to give him extra life when he's away in the Eid Miklat. Because it says Vahai. The Gemara learns different laws, different laws from the word Vahai, how you have to support. The child or whatever it may be. So you might have said, you the extra Kamash Ma'lan, the extra still goes to the master. Oh, the Gemara is older. At the end of that bright that it talks about the Ibn the Miklat, it says, Abal Isha Shigalta Miklat, a lady that killed Bishogeg, so she went into exile to the Ibn Miklat, Baala Hayab Mizunotea. It says the husband must support her. Miklal Delo Amar La. It must be in a case where the husband did not tell her that what? You do your work. And eat from your own work. Which means, because if the husband told her, eat from your own work, why is he hayav to support her? Which means, let's get the sefa case. The husband, it says, when the lady goes to Inmiklat, he's got to support her. Now, if the case is talking about where he told his wife, work, and whatever work you do, eat from your own work. If that's the case, the husband doesn't have to support her. She's eating from her own work. So must be right. So must be the case of the ladies talking about where he didn't tell her 
work for yourself, Ella the husband is supporting her. Oh, so if that's the case, We want to keep the cases congruent in the Braita. So you're telling me in the Sefa, the husband has to support the wife. What's the case where the husband has to support the wife? Obviously in the case where what? Where he didn't tell him, work, work for yourself. And then say what? The husband has to support regards. So the case in the Mishnah must be also in the, in the beginning, by the slave, where he didn't tell the slave, work for your, work for yourself. Oh, so if that's the case, so then how do we learn the, uh, the two cases? Look at no, um, So he told them back. Oh, really? He told the lady, you know what? Work for yourself in the Edomiklat and keep your money for your sustenance. So then, why does he have to support her? So it says, And we're talking about the case where the lady didn't make enough. Very good. Since the lady didn't make enough, that's why he has to support. Her. He has to give her the extra supplement. Kabbalah says, "Ve'ham sefa," but it says at the end of that statement, "Ve'im amarla." But if he told us, "Ve'im ma'asiyadeich b'mezonotayich," Rashi, it says, "But if he tells his wife, keep your work for your sustenance, that's okay." Mechlad deresha delo amarla. So that's when the first case he didn't tell her that. Haki kamar ve'im maspeket. If she has enough, ve'amarla si ma'asiyadeich b'mezonotayich, Rashi. Which means, if she has enough, then doesn't give her anything. The point is, both, all the cases, not very simple, all the cases of this bright is talking about where he told the Evid, or he told the wife, work for yourself, work for your own sustenance. Oh, so work for your own sustenance, by the lady, it depends. Sometimes, even though she's working for her sustenance, husband has to kick in, sometimes he doesn't have to kick in. When does he have to kick in? When she's not making enough. Then he has to be mispicked. However, when she's making enough, then everybody else is going to support her. By the case of the Avid, the case of the Avid we learned is what? In, the, uh, in this case over here, that he's able to, when the Avid goes to Eid Miklat, he's not obligated to support him. What's the case not obligated to support him? Again, we'll say, where he's working for himself and he's making his, uh, his own Parnassah. Uh, Oh, but it said over there that if there's, if there's uh, extra money, then the Adon uh, gets it. So comes the Gemara and says, Maspeket Maile Mimra. What do you have to tell me that if she's making enough money to support herself, the husband doesn't have to give her anything? You told me two cases by the lady. All the cases are she's working from for her for her panasa for her sustenance. So if there's uh, she's not she's not getting enough, doesn't supplements. If she's making enough, doesn't doesn't have to supplement. So the Gemara says, isn't that uh, isn't that pashut uh, memra, Which means if she's making enough, of course doesn't doesn't have to supplement. What if she doesn't have to give her anything? So it says, I would have thought that maybe it's not modest to make a lady work. Especially when she's in Eid Miklat, and she's in a strange place, people don't know. And we know that Shalomor Medech says, the glory or the honor of a lady is to be inside. Kol bat melech penima. And therefore, as she says, Tsinu'ah, ve'en darkal latsit v'lesabim ba'ir she'ena misham. It's not that kavot for to go, you know, go around the, uh, in a city that uh, they don't know her. Ve'en makirin ota la'avila melacha bebeta. So, so you would have thought what? You would have thought that maybe even if she could support herself, maybe the husband cannot force her to go to work in Eid Miklat because it's not modest. That no, that if uh, she could support herself, the husband can say, go work for yourself and get your money for yourself, even though, and it's not a problem in the... Modesty issue. So let's just review what happened in this last uh, in the last piece of it. Again, the whole purpose of the sugya, they're trying to prove to us that you can tell your slave, I don't gotta support you. And the Gibraltar cannot prove that yet. The Gibraltar thought it found a nice proof in the case of the Il Miklat. Because the Il Miklat case, the statement says like this He went to the Il Miklat there because he killed Meshogeg. The master doesn't gotta support him and can take all his money. So what is that basically saying? He could tell a slave, Get out of here, I'm not giving you any support. Go uh, collect Sadaqah. Kibra says, no, 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 that's, that's not the case. The case is talking about where he's telling the slave, you work and keep your money that you're working to support yourself. 
Oh, but it says he gets the money. No, he only gets the over and above, which means whatever he's supporting himself on. But if he makes a little more, that little more goes to the uh, three to, 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 to the adon. So, so that's the case. So the Gemara says that can't be the case. You know why that can't be the case? Because in the sefa, it's a case of a lady that went to the Eid Miklat. Now we want to keep all, we want to keep all things equal. Lady goes to the Eid Miklat. The husband has to support. Her. Now, if, if, if the case is talking about where he told her, work for yourself, then why would the husband have to support her? And it must be that case is talking about where he didn't tell her to work. Also, just like that case is, he didn't tell her to work, and the husband has to support her. So it must be the first case of the Ibn is, he didn't tell him to, to, to keep this work, and therefore you have a proof that what? That the, uh, the minister can tell the Ibn, you're on your own, I'm not giving you any support. Says, no, 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 no. Both cases are talking about where the husband... Is saying, uh, you know, work for your uh, ma'asiyadayim. Oh, so work for ma'asiyadayim. So why does he got to support the lady? Because she's not making enough. Oh, she's not making enough, so he has to supplement. Also, oh, the Gibran says he has to supplement. Uh, what's, what's the... Uh, what, uh, 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 but we, have, we have a statement at the end that says he doesn't have to supplement. So the Gibran says it depends. If she's making enough, he doesn't have to supplement. If she's not making enough... He has, she has to. So the Gibra says, do you have to tell me that if she's not making enough, he doesn't have to supplement? It's obvious. Uh, it means she's making enough. Gibra, then you might have thought that he's not even going to have to let her go to work. Because it's not modest. You might think, yeah, maybe when they're living at home, where everybody knows her and all that, he can tell, you know what, you go to work, keep your money and support. But in the Hidmiklat, where there's a bunch of strangers over there, you might think the husband has no right to tell her to go to work at all. If she could support herself, the husband is allowed to tell her to go to work. So we have no proof still that a master can tell his servant, I'm not giving you anything. The only option is so far we're seeing, the most you can do today is tell him, keep your sustenance or keep your work to, to, to feed yourself. But to just to tell the guy, I'm taking all your work, and you go collect Sadaka, so far we haven't seen an opinion that subscribes to that. So the Gibran tries again. Comes the Gibran says, Actually, let's say it's a Mahlouk and Tanaim. Let's say a slave can go to his master in the famine year. is a year of famine. He tells him like this. He gives his master an ultimatum. Either either support me or free me. The master has a Option. Now, what is this option over here? So look at the. Uh, so look at the Gemara. Gemara says, "My love, how can I tell you? Must be the machlokah like this. The more sabar yachol. One rabbi says that he can tell his uh, slave, "I'm not uh, support." That's the rabbis. I mean, the rabbis he has an option, which means he could tell them, "I'm not, uh, I'm not supporting you." And the bishop on my soul, he cannot say. That's why the, 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 the servant has an option to listen. Either support me or free me. So you see over there again, we have a mahlok between the bishop. Well, of course, we're going to see that. That's the Gibran's going to discuss that now. Come out in a year of famine, so the guy comes along to his master. He says, listen, either give me panasa or free me. So from that opinion, it sounds like what? It sounds like that it's an obligation of the master. To, to, to feed the uh, to feed his slave. The other shita says what? The other shita says he can do whatever he wants, which means he doesn't have to feed him. It sounds like. Also, we have a machlokah amongst the tanaim. So comes the Gemara and says like this. Vetispira. So hold it. Does this blight make any sense? Why? Which you want to learn the case that this Braitha is talking about where he's telling the servant, work for me, and I'm not giving you anything. Right? And that's what, and that's what the Mishnah was coming along to say, that you can't say. Now, can is saying, he can't say. Can that be the case? Why not? Says, according to the Mishnah on, the Bishamon, your options are not correct. The Ebed cannot tell the servant, or the, the Adon, feed me or free me. No. He should say, uh, or free me, or, or feed me, or let me work for my sustenance. Which is, if you tell me the Bishamon holds, working is the option, so therefore, where are you getting off that the, 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 the Ebed is giving ultimatums like this? Either feed me, okay, I understand that option. 
free me. According to the Mishnah, it should say, either feed me from your own, uh, you know, uh, uh, generosity, or let me work for my, uh, my, my, my sustenance. And secondly, the Gemara says, Ve'od, like you asked, What do you got to say? It was a year of a famine. What's the difference? What the year is? If, if, if we have a machlokan over here, if the husband can just leave the Ebed uh, without anything, why did you got to give a case of a famine? The famine doesn't make any difference what type of, uh, if it's a famine or not. So it comes again with us, which means, even in a, she says, Afilu Bishnat Soba, even in a year of plenty, Kevan Damale Asimi, Hare no, Asa Gabra says, Ela, Hakab Ma Askinan, Gabra says, what are we talking about over here? The Amarlo, Se Ma Asiya Decha Limizonotecha. The case is talking about where he's telling the guy, work for your, uh, work for your living, work for your uh, food. But in a year of famine, he doesn't make enough. Oh, and since he doesn't make enough, Listen, either you give me extra, or send me free. You know why? They're not going to have mercy as long as I'm a slave. But if I'm a free, once a Jew goes free, he's a full-fledged Jew. So he said, listen, it's Shnebat I know I'm working, but I can't supplement because it's, it's a famine year. So do me a favor, either help me out or let me go free. So at least I'll be able to collect uh, 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 welfare from the people. Because as long as I'm an Ebed, they're not going to have mercy on me. And the rabbi said, the guy that's having mercy on a free man, a full-fledged Jew, is going to have mercy on an Ebed as well, because he's also Shiyak in Mitzvot. Please go inside. Please. Let's turn The Gemara says, or look at Ashi says, look at the bottom line in Ashi. Interesting what Ashi is saying, which means that she's holding that bottom line, the Ebed is Hayab in Mitzvot, like a lady. So you know what? People will have mercy on him. So people have mercy on another person because of the mitzvot that he's obligated in. In any event, that's the mahlukah. Let's review what happened to what took place over here. The Gemara said, initially, we have a mahlukah, Ashbag and Hachamid. It was in a year of famine. A guy tells his uh, uh, servant, or the servant comes to the master actor and says, listen, either you feed me or you free me. Hachamid said, the guy can do whatever he wants. So we understood, oh, Hachamid, he could tell the guy, I'm not feeding you and uh, you're stuck. See, she could do that. First of all, it doesn't make any sense, the ultimatum of Rabbi Shimon. If the, the ultimatum should have been, either feed me or let me work for my sustenance. And second, what are you, what are you throwing in the year of famine? Second, you know what the case is talking about? Where the law is, you cannot just let the guy go without feeding him. You have to tell him, at least, work for your panasa. Oh, so work for your panasa. so what's the case? Still, Rabbi Shimon says, the every come along and say, since it's a year of famine, even though I'm working for my panasa. I can't supplement it. So if I'm asking you, either help me out or free me so somebody else will have mercy on me and help me out. Hakamim say, no, 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 no. The Ebed stays by the master. Freedom is not an option because they hold, a guy that's going to have mercy on a free man that's Hayav in all the mitzvot is going to have mercy on an Ebed that's Hayav in partial mitzvot. So again, we haven't proven yet positively that a master could tell a servant, get out of here, I'm not feeding you. The most, or the, the least he can do is you got to give him his panazah, you work and, and, and support yourself. So comes again what and says, maybe another proof. Tashema. The Amar Rabbi. I'm sorry, the Amar Rav. Hamagdish de Avdo. This is what the guy did. He was magdish, the work of his Eved. Which means anything that the Eved makes is Higdish. I'm giving it to the Beit HaMikdash. Whatever money he makes is Kodesh. Mm-hmm. Has, has the going to eat all the money that he makes is a Kodesh so what do do? he's got to now borrow money from someone else in order to eat and then he you know he works in order to pay back the guy now we'll see how can he work to pay back because anything he works goes back to Ekdesh the Gibraltar has that question but what do you see from the story you see over from the fact that he can make his Eved's work Ekdesh that basically what he's telling him, work for me, I'm not giving you a dollar. I'm not giving you any sustenance. No, it's talking about where he's feeding him. 
if it's feeding him, So what does he got to borrow money for food for if the man is feeding him? No, for the extra. He's giving him the minimum amount and he needs, uh, he needs more. So the Gemara says, hold it. Let Hegdesh come along and tell the Eved. Which means, let Hegdesh tell the Eved. Until now, which means, until now your, serve, your master was feeding you, you're okay. Now all of a sudden, that the guy said all the money's going to Hegdesh, now you're telling me you need more, and therefore by you going to work, right? You're paying back that guy for the extra for the extra sustenance that's coming from Egdesh. You're taking our money. Egdesh can tell the guy until this point you didn't need extra food. Now all of a sudden you're eating extra. You're, you're, you're dipping into our money because what is the what is the deen in the Mishnah and the Braita? To even works for the extra money, and that money he pays back. The creditors, Hekdesh goes, hey, that's our money. Uh, all of a sudden, now you're eating more? Before the Hekdesh business came in, you know, what, what were you doing? The, the, whatever, the, the two slices of bread that, they, that Adam was giving you every day was enough. Now he said, all, my, all your money is going to Hekdesh. Right? So he's giving you the same two slices. So, so now you say, oh, but he can work for, for the extra. What do you mean extra? Hekdesh says, hey, that's our money. So the Gemara says, now, Hekdesh is thrilled that the guy's eating a little more. Why? Because the more the guy eats, the stronger he is, the more work he does. more work he does, the more money for this. So we're not worried about Ignatius claims that the guy's eating a little more. But that Gemara says, hold it. How can you tell me that he works to pay back the people that lent him the money? Whatever he makes becomes Kurdish. How can he pay back the, uh, the, the, the people that lent him the money? The case is talking about where Ignatius cannot hal on something that's less than a Shavit Peruta. So the guy makes uh, three cents, he pays back. Which means he makes less than the Shavet Peruta, and then he's able to pay back like that. But you're right, if you would, let's say, pile it up to a Shavet Peruta, it's like this already. So you have to say that the minimum money he makes, right away he pays back the creditor. Now, this is Rav's opinion again. again so, so again, no proof. We thought to say that the proof was what? That since he can make the Ivid's money, Hegdish, right? So if, uh, what's he going to eat? And the Ebed's got to borrow money so you can tell the slave, I'm not giving you nothing. Kebala says, no, that's not proof. I'm talking about a case where he can make all the Ebed's hekdesh, but while he's feeding him. So if he's feeding, what does he got to borrow? He's borrowing for extra. So the Gemara comes along and says, it makes sense. And Rav was the one that made this statement. So the Gemara says, it makes sense that Rav held like this. Why? Same case. The guy was Magdish, the handiwork of his Ebed. Right? He works and he feeds himself. Because if he's not going to work for his own mizonot, man palachle. Who's going to give him? Uh, who's going to give him uh, his panasa? Uh, That's the Rav's words. So the Gemara told it. Which means, if you're going to tell me that the first law that Rav said that the Eved borrows money right in order to sustain himself is talking about bimale with the where the master is feeding him the enu yachol and and you want to say that you can't tell the Eved I'm not giving you anything so therefore shapir and I'll say that what this case over here is talking about where the master is not giving him sustenance. So now there's no contradiction between the two laws. Because um, when in a place where the master is not giving his uh, 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 servant panasa, uh, so the Evi can work for himself, which means, Rav said like this, get the second statement of Rav good. The second statement of Rav was, if the master's Magdish is Evid's uh, uh, work, his handiwork, the Evid is allowed to support himself, take the money, take the money, and eat from it. Everybody made it like this. So, Rav, you're contradicting yourself. In the first case, you said, what, if the guy's Magdish's servant's money, he's got to borrow. In this case, you told me, don't worry about it, eat, and the Gibraltar, because otherwise, how's he going to support himself? So, if you learn 
that the first case is talking about where the master is giving him food. Oh, that makes sense. I'll say, the first case, the master is giving him food. In the second case, the master is not giving him food. And if in the case where the master is giving him food, the hekdesh is hekdesh, and he just borrows for the extra. But in the case where the master is not giving him food, I'm going to say, the master has no right to make hekdesh uh, and leave his slave to starve. That's very good. And then what does that prove that Rav Masold, that you can't just leave your slave without sustenance. And I can explain the two statements of Rav. Get the statements of Rav clear. Statement of Rav number one was, Hegdesh on the, on the Ma'asei Adayim, let the guy go borrow money. Well, so you know what the case is? Why, you know why it's Hegdesh? Because he's feeding him. And therefore the Hegdesh is Hal. And borrow money for the extra food that you want to eat. And the second statement of Rav was what? You make the uh, Evid's uh, money Hegdesh, uh, the law is what? Let him take that money and buy food. What are you talking about? I thought, I thought you said the first case is Hegdesh. No, that's it, because the second case of Rav is talking about where he's not feeding him. Oh, not feeding him? You can't do that to your Evid. Therefore, the Hegdesh is not hal. Therefore, let him take the money, then they go buy himself food. That makes very, very good sense. However, Ela'i Amart, Ach B'She'enu Ma'alem, Yachol, which is, if you're going to learn that what? That the first law is talking about where he wasn't supporting his uh, slave, and he could just make his things hekdesh and leave the guy, uh, you know, to starve. So therefore, where he's not giving him food, and he holds yachol, and he holds that why you can tell your slave, I'm not giving you anything. Then the in the second statement, that line doesn't make sense. The second statement said, because if he's not going to work for himself, who's going to feed him? Let him go get it from somewhere else. Which if you hold it, it's not to support him. That second statement of Rav doesn't make sense. Because what was the second statement of Rav? If the, uh, if the Adon makes the Hegdesh uh, on the, on the uh, Eved's things, uh, he can take the money and use it. Why? Because who's going to support him? What do you mean? Who cares who's going to support him? Let somebody else in the street support him. That's not my problem. If you hold that Rav holds, that you don't got to support your Eved, so that second statement of doesn't make sense. Or you can use the money because who's going to support him? I thought you said in the first bright, I'll let the guy stop. Make his items like this. Ela what? Ela lav shmamina eno yachol. Eno yachol means you cannot tell the slave, I'm not giving you anything. Let me just say this outside now. Basically, we brought an ayah from Rav. That you you're not allowed to tell yourself I'm not giving you anything. Why can't you do that? I'll bring you proof. Rav made a statement in the Mishnah and the Braita. I don't made all the event stuff for Hegdesh. What did the Braita say? Let him go borrow. Oh, so we thought originally, oh, let him go borrow. Must be what? The guy can really close him out. You're getting nothing? Starve? You gotta borrow. Give us his What Rav meant was, he's giving him sustenance. Oh, so what is he borrowing for? He's borrowing for the extra. He's borrowing for the supplement. But you got, you got to give him. And the Gemara says, you know, I'll prove it to you. That's the pshat. Because in the second statement, Rav says, and if he made his Eved's uh, stuff for uh, Hegdesh, the Eved disregards it, let him take the money and support himself. You know why? Because if he doesn't support himself, who's going to support him? Oh, so that must be a case where the husband, where the master was not giving him Mizodot. And therefore the law is, Hegdesh is not going to be hot because you can't let the guy starve. But if you're going to learn, the first case is talking about where you can let the guy starve, that's why he's borrowing money. So the last sta- second statement doesn't make sense. Because the last second statement is, hey, this is not how. Because who's going to support the heaven? Who cares? That's not your problem. And the fact you see the second statement that I've said, who's going to support him? Must be concerned that the heaven's got to get support. So it must be that case, but since he wasn't giving you food, then the Hegdesh is not Hal, and the money is used for sustenance. So again, we haven't proven yet a shita that says you can let the Eved starve. You can't, which means, uh, I want you to just get the terminology in the Gemara throughout the sugya. Yachol, whenever you see the word Yachol, Yachol means, Yachol Ha'adon Lomar Le'Eved, the master can tell the Eved, Asa'imi, Work for me, ve'eni zancha, and I'm not supporting you. That's yachol. Enu yachol means he cannot say that. That's whenever you see those two words, yachol means you can tell him work, I'm not giving you nothing. Go collect sadaqah at night. Enu yachol means he can't do that. The most he'd be able to do is keep your ma'asaya uh, dying for yourself. But we haven't yet proven yet a shita that says that he could just, uh, you know, just yachol, that he could tell him uh, work for me, I'm not paying you. So the Gemara tries again. Tashema. Da'amar Rabbi Yohanan. 
Another interesting case. Hakoteya yad avdoshil havero. The guy goes, and uh, his friend has a slave. He cuts the hand of his friend's slave off. He damages his uh, slave. Noten shifto urfu atol rabbo. Now you got to make payments over here. Now the slave's out of work. So you have to pay the workers' comp. Who gets the compensation that the guy can't work anymore? The adon. And rifu'ah. Rifu'ah is also the medicine bills, also goes to the master. Now we'll see exactly why that should be so. Let's read Rashi first. Look at Rashi in the case over here. Noten shifto urfu'ato l'rabbo. Shifto schar batalato beholyot. That's schar batala, the fact that he can't work because he's sick. Now, you can ask a question. What are the damages is nizik? What is nizik? There's five damages when a person damages his friend. Nizik, sa'ar, shivit, ripui, boshit. Nizik is, you cut the guy's hand, you got to pay for the hand. So therefore, that she's asking a question, you paid for the guy's, which is whatever damage by taking his, knocking his hand, you paid for that already. So why do you have to pay him now for, uh, for schar batala? You paid for the guy's hand already. You paid whatever the value of the hand is. So the Gemara, Rashi says, you're right. Let's say the guy was a, um, whatever, he had a job. When he had a hand, he had a, he had a very good job. I paid for the hand already. Now he can still work, maybe not in the same capacity as before, but he can be a, a watchman. A watchman doesn't need hands. He can just sit there in the cucumber fields and watch the, uh, watch the squash. He can't even do that. So you got to compensate him for even the menial job that he, uh, he would be able to do because he's sick. He can't work now. So there's a couple of payments when, when Baba Kamal discusses how the payments don't over, overlap each other. You pay the guy for his hand. That already covers the hand. But still, even now without a hand, he still can go to work. But he's not able to because he's sick. So you got to compensate him for a menial job, whatever, $2 an hour, whatever it is, for the time that he's sick. And also, you got to pay for the, uh, the fu'ah. Now the Gibraltar is going to say... Why do you give the master the fuah? You should give the doctor the fuah. Who's getting the medical bill? The medical pay, pay the doctor. What are you paying the, uh, uh, the, the master? That the Gebarah is going to explain. And also, the Gebarah does not discuss, it discusses Shevet and the Pui. It doesn't discuss Nezik and Sa'ar. It doesn't discuss those two, those two payments. So Rashi said, well, Nezik is obvious. You don't got to tell me Nezik. Nezik, of course, it's, it's his property. So Nezik is going to go to the to the own, that's the damage of the hand itself. And Sa'ar, the Gibraltar is going to discuss that the, the rifu'ah that we're talking about over here is actually a tsar. We'll see how that pain, pain and suffering, that's included over here. And we'll see exactly how that uh, how that's said. Now, the Gibraltar says like this. The oto'a'evit, oh, now what, that slave, nizon minasedaka. Oh, what is the guy going to eat during that uh, time? He's going to support himself from charity. Shma' minah, very good. You see that? What? The guy can tell a slave, work for me, I'm not giving you anything. He's getting all the payments. It's not working. Yeah, and, 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 and the master is not supporting him. Where's he getting the sustenance from? The Sadaqah. So you see that? What? I don't got to support you. You work, whatever. You, you, you're my Evid. I don't, I don't know any obligation of uh, sustenance. So the Gabbara says, same case. The master is feeding him. Oh, if that's the case, so what is he collecting from the charity for? Uh, for, for more. Right? For, 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 for over and above. For, for the surplus. Oh, if that's the case, let me give you two words in the Hebrew language. There's a word nizon, which means sustenance, and then there's a word of panasa, which means extra. Panasa is like uh, more than you need. So the Gemara says, if you're telling me that he's going to the tzedakah for extra, the word would be umifarnes mina tzedakah. But it doesn't say that. It says nizon mina tzedakah. Which means he's even getting the basics of the tzedakah. So you know what the Gemara says? Elalav shma'mina yachol shma'mina. Finally the Gemara brought a proof that what yachol, meaning the master can't tell his slave, you work and you're not getting anything. Haraya, the guy got beat up, they cut his hand off and all that. All the money goes to the adon. And what did, what did we tell the, uh, the avid? Go to charity. Go to charity not to get more than I'm giving you. I'm not giving you anything. 
go to the charity Lizon in order to get even basic sustenance. So you see, at least according to this opinion over here, that Abu Hanan, who's the author of this statement, holds, you can tell the servant, work for me, and I'm not giving you anything. Now the Gemara goes on a side tangent. Since already we're discussing the, the cutting of the head, the payments, we want to understand exactly how this makes sense monetarily. So the Gemara says, Amar Mor, noten shifto urfu'ato lerabbo. You give the workers comp to the master, and also you give the refu'ah, the, the doctor's uh, money, you give it to the master. So the Gibbara says, Shifto Peshita. Oh, is that obvious? Of course the workers comp that he's not working goes to the, um, goes to the master. Which means, if the guy was working, who gets the money? The master. So now he's not working. That's Peshita. That's no Kaddush. So the Gibbara says, you're right. We only said shifto. By the way, the real hadush is on the refuah on the on the medicine. What's the hadush? Refuato the day the ma'at On the contrary, the, the doesn't make sense what you said with the medicine. The money for the medicine should go to the avid so he can pay for his uh, medicine. Why are you giving it to the uh, to the adon? So the Gemara says, Lo tzedicha de'amdua lehamsha yome. Went to the doctor when he got his arm cut off. The doctor told him, listen, you're going to need five days of uh, of medicine. So the beti kage was five days of medicine is, let's say, a thousand dollars with the doctors and all that stuff over there. So that was the well, that was the money. Now normally you're right, that money goes to the avid so he can pay for the, uh, for, the uh, for the therapy, for the medicine. Ve'avdu le'sama harifa ve'tasib bitlata yome. But the doctors, they gave him a strong dosage of the medicine. They were able to cure him in three days. So now they were able to do three days of the therapy and get the guy better. So you have two days extra over here of the money. So the Gemara says, You would have thought, The leftover money should go to the... Hey, you know why? Because he suffered. I guess the, by giving him a strong dosage of the medicine... It's painful. Jeez, if they would have gave him the normal dosage, okay, but they gave him a very strong dose, so he's in pain because of that. So he said, listen, you, you suffered, uh, I suffered for three days taking the strong dose of medicine, I should get the, uh, the extra money. So it says, Kamashmalan, that even that extra money for the two days, even though the Ebed suffered because of the stronger dosage, still he gets that as well. Which means, the really the Hadush of the Gemara is, one of the five payments is Sa'ar, right? Sa'ar also goes to the master. So therefore, Ripui includes Ripui and Sa'ar. It's two things. Remember I asked you, I said, Rashi asked, how come you didn't discuss Sa'ar? Sa'ar is included in the Ripui. Which is, Vadai, the medicine, the medicine money goes to the Evid. So you can pay the doctor. That, that's not an argument. But we're talking about over here, that the medicine actually was a tsar, was pain and suffering. How can medicine be pain and suffering? Because they measured him for five days, thousand bucks. Then the doctor came along and said, we got a new medicine, we're very strong. We're going to give them the day. He said, what do you mean, you're going to kill me? It's too strong. Listen, doesn't matter. So you would have thought that maybe the surplus, the extra two days, you give it to the, uh, give it to the, but he suffered. Kamash Palad, that even pain and suffering payment goes to the master as well, like all the other uh, payments. Now, let's just read Rashi over here. Look at Rashi. Pshita. Pshita the Rabo. Which means when you're telling me that what? Uh, workers' compensation goes to the uh, master, of course. Who do you want to give it to? Which is, if you wanted to tell me that he doesn't have to feed him, that's what it means that the workers cup, all the money goes to the master. Just say simple, that that uh, worker gets money from Sadaqah. What did you have to say in extra statement that why the workers cup goes to the master? If you just try to tell me he doesn't got to give him any money, just say, let him go cut this food for Sadaqah. So the Gemara said, you're right. Hadush is not on Shevet, Hadush is on Rifu'ah. What's the Hadus on the Fu'ah? medicine. So you would have thought, Sa'ara loza I would have thought that maybe pain and suffering doesn't go to the master. I would thought pain and suffering goes to the Sheva. Any prophet, It's like an animal. 
we look at the Eben as the animal, as the asset of the owner. Any money that's coming to this uh, Eben belongs to the master. Even the pain and suffering. So basically, at the end of the sugya, which we're holding over here, we've proven finally that there is one shita out there, Rabbi Yohanan, that holds, but Eved can't tell his uh, servant, work for me, and I'm not giving you anything. But that was not, you could not bring a proof from Amishnah. Just to conclude, let's just go back to Amishnah. In Amishnah, we had a mahluk between Bimir and Hakamim, when a man sends a get shahrut to his Eved, through a shaliyah, According to Rabbi Meir, he said, the guy can retract till the Eved gets it, because it's a chov for an Eved to go free. Whereas Rabbi um, uh, Hakamim said, no, it's a zechut for the Eved to go free. What's a zechut? He's losing sustenance. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. So the Gemara wanted a proof from that. He's losing sustenance. must be that, because he can tell him, I'm not supporting you. So the Gemara says, no, no, he cannot tell I'm not supporting you. So if he's not supporting, if he has to support him, so therefore he's losing sustenance. No, no, no. He supports him, but he doesn't have to support him on the surplus. So therefore, let's say he was supporting him. I'll take, take your work, and uh, whatever you, you work, that's what, you'll, uh, that's what you'll make. So therefore, in that case, by the Eved going free, he's not losing anything that the Master was, uh, what, what was giving. Which means it's, it's a push on that, which means it wasn't like he was making more by the being a slave as being free. But a lady loses. Because a lady, not only does she work for her sustenance, if the husband tells her, work and keep your money and support yourself, but if she doesn't make enough, the husband has to kick in from the ketubah. Oh, so by a divorce, that's a hofa. Because she's going to lose the surplus that the husband kicks in. So there's a hof. But by a slave... Anyway, he's not kicking in. So whatever you're working by your master, work uh, outside and uh, the same money. Whatever you're eating, you're not, you're not eating, not eating, you're not, not going to eat any less that when you're free than when you're working. But a lady will. Because a lady's going to lose that ha'adafa. And therefore for a lady, it's considered a hov. But according to Achamim, for a master, is considered a, uh, even is considered a zechut, because there's no hov involved. Baruch <laughs>